Hey everybody, this is Nick. And this is Brooke. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We are really excited to dive into our topic with you. So get comfortable, grab some coffee. And feel free to write down any thoughts, comments, or questions that you may have to share with us after. We'd love to engage in healthy dialogue with you. Let's get started. Thank you for joining us. Today we want to talk about intentionality and authenticity. We're going to start by defining those words and then go into how they're applicable to our lives. So Brooke, how would you define intentionality? I'm going to start by actually just reading the definition because I like to see um, cut and paste, like what actually does this word mean a lot of the time. And so I looked up being intentional And the word intentional means done on purpose or deliberate. And I think that gives us a really good, clear understanding of what it means because whenever you're doing something on purpose, it's not accidental. It didn't just fall into place. You're putting effort, you're putting energy into this thing happening and you have a reason for it. So yeah, being intentional, being on purpose. Yeah, I think that's a great definition and it really simplifies it. Um, perfectly. That word can seem kind of abstract sometimes, like intentional. What does it mean to be intentional? Um, We talk about intentions. Uh, What were your intentions? And I think that's a good way to break it down um, because that's applicable to several areas of our lives. Like, well, that wasn't my intention. Or usually (laughs) it seems like that's, that's the way that we're phrasing it. I think maybe the opposite of intentional, talking about that, can kind of help us work our way into the practicality of that definition, too. It's like an accident, right? Like, I didn't mean to, right? It was an accident. Think about, like, when I was a kid, my siblings was like, she did it on purpose. Or, like, you know, talking about to my parents how my sibling, you know, hit me or took my toy or whatever it was. We talk about doing it on purpose um, or, you know, if it was on the flip side, no, I didn't mean to. It was an accident. Um, it was something that we didn't have intentionality. We didn't have, we weren't deliberate about um, or it is something that we are deliberate about and meant to do. And, and I think about this quote that I heard from uh, a televangelist and he said, to be an on purpose person, that was his challenge to the, to the audience be an on-purpose person. Oh, that was so cool. It's like, again, referencing silly example I just said, or just anything in our lives, like you did that on purpose, or I didn't do it on purpose. But imagine if we lived our lives in such a way that we could look back and go, yes, I said that on purpose. I did that on purpose. And, and we can be proud of that. It's like, because it was for the good of ourselves and those around us. I think that that type of mentality is applicable really just across the board to humanity, period, definitely in Christianity. Like, that is how Jesus walked out his, his life on earth. He was very intentional. His interactions with people, miracles that he performed, even saving the world through his, his death and resurrection was all very intentional. And I think that that's just important for us to let that grind with our lives and our mentalities because 
I think about like situations in the world around us and even people I've come into contact with and their kind of everyday lives or things they do and then their responses to them are often like regret or remorse or not feeling satisfied or content and I just I really think so much of that can can go back to this seemingly minor but kind of big uh, shifts in in a way of approaching life and people, and that's intentionally being intentional. Yeah, I think that's really good. When I think of being intentional, um, like paying attention to my words and to my actions, not living, just going with the flow in a sense that's like, I don't really care what I say. I don't really care what I do. I don't care how it impacts people because that's not how we're called to live. We're called to take captive every thought and know that our words have weight. The Bible says our words have the power of life and death. Like that's huge. (laughs) That gives people hope. It gives them encouragement or it kills their hope. It kills um, their sense of worth or whatever it is. So being intentional is really just paying attention to what we're doing, what we're saying when we do that. And it was with a good purpose because we can have a wrong purpose with our words and actions. Like, yeah, I'm going to do this because this person wronged me. I'm going to say this to them. It's going to hurt their feelings and I'm going to feel good about it. Like that would be being intentional to do that. Yes, absolutely. And so there's a positive and a negative side of being intentional. Obviously, we're called to the positive side and doing good for the Lord's kingdom and his will when we're paying attention to what we're doing. And so when we do that with the Father, and I also think that being intentional means coming to the Father before doing whatever or saying whatever and asking him, is this what you would say to this person? Is this your heart for this person? Is this action giving you glory? Because I think that's really important. When we do that, we don't have regret. We don't feel like it was an accident, kind of like what Nick was saying. Um, You're not apologizing because you know what you did and why you did it. Now, maybe you need to apologize if you read something wrong or you felt like you're supposed to do one thing you figure out like now that actually probably wasn't the best thing absolutely but when we look at Jesus and how he was intentional about everything he did says in the Bible that he only did what he saw the father doing he was being intentional and he was going to him before saying and doing anything you don't see Jesus apologizing for his actions or words even if we look at it and we're like whoa that was big (laughs) that was like um, pretty, I don't know, harsh. He's not apologizing for them because he had a purpose behind it. And it's for our good and it's for our benefit um, that he did what he did. So that's kind of just what I see with that word. Yeah, I think that's amazingly um, said. And, uh, you know, I love that you, you mentioned purpose in there. And we're going to have a podcast coming up soon talking all about meaning and purpose and so we decided not to uh go too far down that rabbit trail in this one but it's extremely relevant to why we would be intentional so i love what you said making that disclaimer about we can be intentional intentional about doing something wrong or harmful and you know if you're listening today whether you identify as a christian or not you have a value system and you believe in a right and a wrong. And so I think um, even in that, 
you would say that you have some sort of moral obligation to um, do right towards other people and and that it's not just all about you. But I just find that so interesting, not, again, going too far down this trail of, like, a lot of our default kind of mindsets and kind of, like, our approaches to life and to people are are selfish. If we're not, and when I say default, if we're not being intentional, our response, our words, the things that we we do and say and, and however we act are usually like for our own self-interest. But most of us from 30,000 feet could look at that and say, that's not right. We shouldn't, I shouldn't respond that way. Um, I shouldn't act like that to other people. Again, that's circumstantial depending on um, you know, each individual act. Some of us maybe would not, in humility, recognize certain things that we do or say to be um, wrong. But um, overall, most of us believe that. And, and for, for us, our standard, of course, is the Bible, which is um, what guides our intentionality so that we are intentional and purposeful about doing what is right, what is loving, um, of course, towards God and, and then towards people. That's what the two commandments, um, Jesus said, sum up all of the rest of the commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Guess what? You can't do those things without being intentional. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not going to accidentally do those things. And, and I think that just speaks to, like, why is that anyway? Which, again, would be another bunny trail of of you know having a a nature within us a a will within us that wants to do wrong an inclination if you will to do wrong and that can be talked about in another podcast but i think that's just important to note it takes intentionality and i think again we see this in so many different areas of our lives um if i want to um you know go to the store (laughs) i have to be intentional about getting into my car, driving to the store, getting the groceries, etc. But how many of us are letting that mentality of approaching people and really every minute of every day, as Brooke really pointed out, as Jesus did, through that lens of intentionality? And, and I think if we began to do that, not only will we find our lives having more value and purpose, but even our relationships to be more meaningful, I mean, the people that I would consider my closest friends are people that approach me with intentionality. They listen. They ask questions. um, They care. That stuff takes intentionality. That's not stuff we just do by accident. Now, some people's personalities and upbringings, whatever, might might be easier for them to act that way. But it's something we can all do or all not do. It's a choice that we have. In a minute here, we're going to go on to authenticity. Uh, Brooke, is there something else that you would kind of maybe round out or, or kind of add to that thought of intentionality? Yeah, a couple things. Um, like in our everyday relationships, because intentionality is really important with how we um, share the gospel, how we treat other people, especially as Christians, but even just having good relationships with our friends, our um, family, our spouse, coworkers, bosses, anybody. Um, like I've heard this before and I've said this before. Like if you go to somebody or someone comes to you and they say, man, when you did this, it really hurt my feelings. Or when you did this, it didn't 
make me feel seen or heard. And that's totally fine to hear and good to express because that brings communication. But if someone is telling that to you, take a step back and think, were you paying attention in that moment to knowing, okay, this person feels listened to when I do this or feels cared about or loved when I do this? Are you like thinking about how they might be feeling when you're doing fill in the blank? It's just important to take our intentionality and just like Nick said, not be selfish with it, but use it to benefit people and how how we have relationships with the people. Like I want to know what makes you when I do this makes you feel loved or heard or seen. And again, it's all a growing thing. So it's okay if we get it wrong or don't catch when we're making someone feel unloved but were you paying attention in that moment to the person whenever you hurt them because a lot of the time we can hurt people by having our lens on ourselves or something else that's distracting us Um, anyway so it's just another way to bring intentionality into everyday life and just caring and loving for people because again like Nick said that's just our purpose here is to love God with everything and love others there's a verse that I really love in Ephesians 5 15 through 17 and it's just talking about basically this this word of intentionality it says look carefully then how you walk not as unwise but as wise making the best use of time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And so if we, if we look at this, it's really good, and it's really kind of convicting, because um, look carefully, then, how you walk. Like, this is an everyday checking in. What is my purpose right now? What am I, what am I doing this for? We can break it down to even the smallest things. Why am I eating this food is it good for my body or does it just taste good or why am I spending time talking to this person are they a gossip center for me or are they building me up in my faith and my love for Christ why am I putting my money here what is it benefiting Um, so look carefully how you walk and then it says not as unwise but as wise and to know wisdom we have to know the father because he is the wisest And he is where we learn how to walk in wisdom. And we can ask him for that. Um, And the next part, making the best use of time. And that's probably one of the hardest things to A, know what is the best use of my time right now. And then B, carry out. And really, again, just going to the Lord and, and asking him, like, do you want me to put my time and energy into this thing? Or is it really not Um, benefiting anything but myself and then it says therefore do not be foolish but understand what the will of the father is and that's just important as we walk out every day knowing what is the will of the lord what is he doing and speaking right now what is his heart towards this person and how can i carry that out with him um so yeah that's just a verse that i really love on intentionality yeah that's awesome i think it just spells it out perfectly And so as we said at the beginning of this podcast, um, we're pairing this word intentionality with another word, authenticity. And so, um, Brooke, I believe you have another definition uh, for that. 
and we're going to kind of talk about how those two are related and kind of what what's the significance of that. Oh, yeah, I've got a definition. <laughs> Count on me to look up what all these terms are. And it, it's good. It says the word authentic means of undisputed origin or genuine. And I love that part of undisputed origin. That means we can look at something or someone and know exactly where it comes from, who it comes from, and it's undisputed. And as a Christian, I want to be seen authentically. Like, there's no question about the fact that I love the Lord and am living to please Him. And the second part is genuine, that I'm doing it for Him and not being fake, not putting on a false um, perception or with a false motive or something, but actually being genuine with every action. And again, it just points to my origin, the Father, and my purpose of carrying out His plans and His will. Yeah, I think that's an awesome uh, definition and, and way of phrasing that. Um, I think about with that of undisputed origin, uh, maybe a silly analogy, but one that works. If if you were to look at Brooke or I, you would easily uh, deduce that we are human beings. Uh, you can see of our origin, you can see of um, our makeup, that that is the species we belong to. We are authentically human beings. And I think that like we can apply that to anything that we can see or <laughs> you know observe um, for the most part. And I think that that's applying that to like character. Gosh, I think about when I was in grade school, one of the like worst things you could say to somebody is that they were fake <laughs> or we'd use the word poser, like you're a poser, <laughs> which just meant that you like posed that you were one way that you weren't really, right? So like um, I was kind of a poser, if you will, of a skateboarder because I didn't skateboard, but I like to wear the skateboard shoes and wear my hat like that, grow my hair out, like that have that look. And, um, you know, of course I say that to be funny, but, but I think it's so true to a value system in our society today. People want to be considered authentic, not fake, like be true to yourself. We hear that said, we, we hear that, you know, preached, if you will, from our society. But I just, I wonder how often that's really happening, you know? And, and yeah, we could all be uh, a critic and a, and a judge on that, and that's not my point. But for, as that applies to other people, but as we turn that critic, critical, judgmental, um, you know, thought process to ourselves, and I think that's where we start, are we authentic? I look in the mirror. Am I authentic? Am I true to what I say I believe? What I say I want to be? What I tell others to be? How they should act? What they should do? The meaning of life. Now, again, from our, from our Christian kind of worldview, we believe that nobody can do that perfectly 100% of the time. But when we look at our lives, are we, we can answer for ourselves are we are we actually putting forth effort towards being authentic, being consistent to what we talk about, what we say, uh, what we're you know preaching about, whatever? And oftentimes, like Christians can be the first to be 
you know, pointed out to being hypocrites or, you know, being false or anything like that. And um, because we preach something and then we're doing something else. And, and I just think that that challenge to us as human beings, but especially as Christians, can be received um, by responding with humility. Hey, I'm not going to excuse any of my behaviors or um, act like it's, it's, you know, not a big deal or anything like that. But I am doing my best, and, and I, this is what I'm going for. I want to love God with all my heart, all my mind, soul, strength, and, and I want to love people as, my, as myself. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss that mark. And when I do, I think part of being authentic to that claim is to admit that. And, again, that doesn't mean you make a mistake just to admit it afterwards, but, like, that you – you're true to uh, that desire to to be loving towards God and people all the time. And I think that's what grinds up with intentionality, because to be loving, to be like God, to be like Christ, our example, is to be an intentional, which becomes our true self, our true origin, our authenticity. And I think that's just so beautiful, because before we know God and want to be like him, we're, we act a certain way. And when we enter into a relationship with God, we ask him to, to save us and to um, dwell within us in our hearts. And that's kind of a Christian-y way of just saying, like, starting that relationship with God and living for him and for what he says to do, we can actually change our origin, in a sense. We can change who we claim to be, and we can kind of redirect route and be authentic to that, and, and that be a, who we are about from that point on. I just think that's so cool to think about. That's good. Um, I think another thing that's really important to understand this concept is that we can't be authentically who God created us to be if we don't know who he has made us to be. And um, one of the biggest questions in culture or as you're growing up in that awkward middle school age, but really like <laughs> throughout life, not just that time, but we can look at it as an example, is the question, who am I? And we can look at a lot of, um, I don't know, struggling people or people that um, just seem confused or lost. And the question really is founded in who am I? And if you look to other people, if you look to society to tell you that answer, you're going to miss it, and it's just not going to be clear. And that's because they don't know. They don't know the deepest passions in your heart, the things that make you get super pumped. Some of the m most fun parts of dating someone is asking those those questions of like, what do you like to do in your free time? What kind of things get you really excited? And it's exciting to, to get to know someone like that. But the thing is that the Lord already knows all of those little things in us because he put them there and with a purpose, not just accidentally. He's intentional, just like we're talking about. And he placed those things in us. And so to find out who we are, to authentically be that person, we've got to come to the Father and ask him, like, what did you put inside me? What are you doing um, with these passions and desires that you've given me? And and it's almost, I just believe it's almost impossible to walk out true authenticity 
when we don't know who our creator is, when we don't know our, our purpose in life. And so I think that's just something important to, to ask the Lord and to dwell on and not get lost and confused in that question, but to come before him and just know that he has answers for us and is always there. Yeah, that, that's that's exactly what it is. And I think it's it's so clear for me, who, who's trying my best to follow, you know, Jesus and Brooke, I know you obviously are in that same boat, um, to look at our culture around us. And I, see, I saw this so in my face, if you will, or just so prevalent in when I was living in New York City. So many of the people around us in our world today, and, and I'm talking specifically of people who don't know Jesus and who aren't living for him, try to find that who am I in so many things. And and when they don't find it there, they turn to something else. So, I mean, a lot of times it's like our sexual orientation, right? And all the different like gender options that are out there. Um, I'm not coming judgmentally against that. I actually have a lot of compassion and, and love towards people who, who might be kind of in the midst of that and wrestling through that. And um, I think that it's clear that we don't we can't find a who am I in that. And there's so much just turmoil in that. Um, I mean, even from a heterosexual standpoint, you can't find the who am I in your, in your spouse, in your girlfriend or boyfriend. Um, we can't find that in a person. We try to find that in our jobs, right, the corporate ladder, Climbing that next rung on the ladder, trying to get to this spot. If I just get there, if I just get there, and then we get there. Well, then if I just get up one more, and it, it's trying to find that who am I? It's this rat race of life, um, the American dream, right? The the house with the shutters and the picket fence, and the two kids. One's a boy, one's a girl, and you know, like drive two cars, two car garage, um, you know, the whole bit, and always trying to keep up with the Joneses, you know, and <laughs> it's just trying to find the who am I. We see that just everywhere, and it's exhausting. I've never talked to somebody who, in any of those examples I gave or others I didn't say, like, has said, man, I am just thrilled to be who I am, like, in that thing, in that pursuit of the Joneses, in that pursuit of my, whatever my sexual orientation says I am, in that pursuit of um, you know, the next promotion or whatever. Like, no, it's always like stress. It's always like anxiety. It's like trying to measure up. And gosh, people live their short 80 years of life because it really isn't very long, the lives that we live here. Uh, and, you know, 80 is like average. Obviously, we know some people don't make it that long and some make it longer. Just trying to do that, there are whole lives. Wow, from 30,000 feet, like... What a waste if that's, like, what we find our meaning and purpose in and then don't measure up anyway. <laughs> like, by all, you know, intents and purposes, like, most people would probably look back. And, and I've heard people say, and I would have done this differently or whatever. But we can forwardly live now so that we don't look back and, and wish that we had been, you know, more authentic or intentional. And I think that's our challenge today, no matter how old you are where you're at in your life, and, and we just invite that if you don't know Jesus, that that's your starting point, because you'll, you won't find it anywhere else. Um, I just, I promise you that, and um, 
we always invite that if you have comments or questions or thoughts, um, we'd love to engage in that healthy dialogue with you. We don't want to argue or, um, you know, come across abrasively, and we hope that you wouldn't approach us that way as well, but um, we'd love to talk through that kind of stuff. Yeah, just the challenge of today. What can I be intentional with today? Maybe you've got um, a coffee date with a friend um, planned for the day. What can I ask this person to, um, like, what's your need? What can I do to show you love today? Taking moments to be intentional. Um, That person that you pass, like, actually caring for them and praying for them, whether it's with them or apart from them, taking our life and um, seeing the Lord's purpose in it and walking in that being authentically and genuinely you and being intentional with every moment of the day um, and not letting anything go to waste definitely well thanks again for listening and we hope you tune in again next time